Arrivederci, my friend. Greetings, comrade. <laughs> Hello, comrade. How are you today, Ty? I, I, I'm calling from Kiev, and uh, I'm just wanting to tell you that my subway location has been bombed. <laughs> yeah, I'm outside. That's that's the current state. How are you, Ty? What a tragedy! A missile dropped on your, on your missile. A submarine missile on your submarine sandwich. Absolutely tragic. Uh, <laughs> I must I must tell you that I am not calling as Eric today. Uh, my name is Vlad, and uh, I'm I'm pleased to meet you, Ty. It's nice to meet you too. You are my sandwich comrade for the day. We'll make an order maybe together. Da. I mean, uh, yes. You are so good at that voice, Eric. I, if I didn't know any better, I think you are um, who, an immigrant from Eastern Europe. Who is this Eric you, you mentioned? <laughs> Sorry, Vlad. Are you are you hungry, Ty? Did you have a, have a lunch time yet today? <laughs> uh, I I am very hungry. I'm 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 Rob Feenan for a, a burger or a sandwich <laughs> or something. Who who is this Rob Feen? <laughs> well, well, Vlad, Rob Feeney is the infamous head chef of Cactus Club Cafe's establishment. You have to live in North America to be a member of this club. You you give head to chef in North America? <laughs> uh, we'll give them whatever we, whatever they need, Eric. <laughs> we give them whatever they need. They don't make a living wage in uh, North America, so we give chef head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Wow, you did, that was a great bit. You just was Thank that just you. right off the dome. Yeah, I'm out of breath uh, from just <laughs> clenching my throat muscles so hard. But I'm back. It's we're back to you know the original co-hosts, uh, Ty and Eric here, uh, zooming and anchoring <laughs> here mm-hmm. on a nice Tuesday in March. Uh, Ty, you did not have lunch today. Are you? Are you? What, what's for what's on the menu for you today, buddy? Yeah, uh, much like Russia, I'm dropping truth bombs. And I didn't eat lunch today. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. I, I think I'm going to make some uh, spicy cannellini bean balls after this. <laughs> the fuck this is where you just... Yeah, bean balls. <laughs> bean balls, Eric. They're like testicles, but made of um, beans. <laughs> so is this like a substitute for meatballs? Meat <laughs> uh it's kind of like a meatball, but imagine beans instead of meat. Can you do that for me? <laughs> <laughs> it, that's a that's a tall order. Uh, no pun intended for me, Ty, because I cannot picture that whatsoever. So, well, like, how does that even come together compositionally? Like, what does that okay. even mean? So, imagine you take a meatball, but it's beans, and then you deep fried it like a chicken wing. And then tossed it in some chicken wing type sauce, like a sweet and spicy. That that is what mm-hmm. I'm 
planning to create. So I will mold with my bare hands, much like a sandwich artist. I'm a beanball artist. I will <laughs> mold it into a perfect sphere. Then I will crust it in breadcrumb and then I will bake it. And then once my orb is removed from the oven, my crispy orb from the toaster, I'll toss it in some sweet and spicy sauce. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Wow. Holy moly. Ty, I'm coming over for dinner tonight. You're always welcome, Chef Eric. Oh, yeah, buddy. Um, that's that's fascinating. I didn't know, like, you could make... I didn't know you could make meatballs out of whatever you wanted. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of wild. So I think the problem would is, you, like... Would you call this an impossible meatball? It's, imp- it's impossibly good. God damn it. I think the challenge is that the meatball kind of owns the sphere-shaped food, like, genre. There's no, not really a lot of sphere-shaped foods, so the meatball is the hero of that genre. Mm-hmm. So for you, Ty, you're looking like a cute little cake pop from Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the cake, the cake pop is like uh, a different league, man. But the, the meatball is to sphere-shaped food what like came music. There's a whole lot of sense to me. Um, but Ty, what about the underrated and underappreciated arancini balls? Mm, you know what those the are? Arancini. Is it, it, arancini, is this cheese? <laughs> Great guess. I think it's sometimes filled with cheese. Uh, but it is like a risotto ball. It's like deep fried. Mm. Yes, I had those. And I really emotionally connect with those. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of my other favorite cheese balls, the uh, little blobs of uh, burrata. You ever get some burrata? Oh, yes. Yeah. I love a good ball of burrata. Good old blob. It, it, it's, it's not so much a sphere as it is a uh, blobject. Like it is somewhere between a liquid and a solid state, not unlike the tomatoes mm-hmm. at Subway or my post Subway poop. Mm-hmm. Somewhere in between psychotic and iconic. <laughs> yeah, uh, Bacchini. There's a there's like the the micro penis version of the burrata. <laughs> the six incher. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I did put down the word chode in the last wordle. Which got me very close. I think I got That's like literally one letter off. That's impressive, <laughs> Eric. It was impressive. Uh, still took me six guesses, but <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming you went uh, like chore, ch- chobe, chose. You got to choke eventually, surely. Yeah, exactly. Chore. Uh, yeah, there was a lot. You know, I think uh, chant was my first word and, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, that really set me off, you know, on the right track. But let's just say much like a sandwich artist handling some used lettuce, uh, I fumbled the bag, Ty. That's okay. Uh, I think you need to get a second phone, Eric. If you get two phones, then you double your number of opportunities to solve the wordle. You got 12 chances then. Mm -hmm. That's, that's so, that's so accurate. Like, you know, people need to, like, question the, you know, cryptic text messages that they receive. 
from Wordle users. So like, mm-hmm. if you get somebody that's got like you know two out of six on their Wordle, you gotta like ask them like, "Yo, did you go incognito and like do it like seven times, or you know, you have to pull it up on your trap phone to like get, finish it off?" You know, mm-hmm. there's a good chance that it was more than six. Yeah, there's nothing worse than really blowing it on the wordle and having to pull out the burner to finish it off. <laughs> when you pull off the when you pull out the burner just to complete the wordle, it's like you. That's a special type of person. For yeah. sure. Damn. There was a there was somebody like passed out in my <laughs> apartment lobby the other night. Thai. Uh, I think they're okay. They they were taken off in an ambulance. Uh, but I walked into my building and there was someone just like sitting on the ground and there were like four firemen talking to them. And like, I don't know what happened because I just got home and I like kind of like skirted past them. And all I mm. heard was like, yeah, I feel lightheaded. Oh no. And I just couldn't help but think like, damn, like this guy probably like couldn't figure out the wordle and then like fainted. <laughs> or something. <laughs> uh, yeah. If you fudge it hard enough, it'll... It'll do that to you. Firemen were needed there. Mm-hmm, exactly. They were well, called on the scene. Mm-hmm. Bay was watching from outside. Like his girlfriend was standing outside the building. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know this dude. Yeah, she's one foot in the door, one foot out in that relationship, quite literally. <laughs> it's like wow. It's like, I don't. MC- I don't know if I want this kind of drama. <laughs> yeah, when your MCM can't get the wordle. <laughs> Well, your macros monthly suck. What what you've identified, Eric, is that maybe all like we're undergoing a lot of strain as a society right now, and one wrong letter in a wordle puzzle could put someone over the edge. And that's my prediction for this this Putin guy. I I think this Putin guy has had a few. I think he like blew a streak or something. I don't. What else would cause such a re- reaction an outlet outlash if you will mm-hmm. i mean don't ask me i i, I don't i don't know <laughs> uh, hey i just was looking up some information on subway's affiliation to russian oligarchs which you know there's a connection there subway's got his uh rubber glo- or plastic glove wrapped hands in every corner of every economy and market in the world Mm-hmm. There you are. Know, uh, you already know Putin. That that stinky boy orders like a, a tuna with like jalapenos or something crazy. Oh, definitely. I'm sure they have some twisted like I don't like vodka on tap there or like pierogi sandwiches. I don't know what they eat over in Russia. <laughs> <laughs> Western propaganda has, got, has only trained me to believe that all Russians are going through like a like a, a a food shortage of some sort. <laughs> like they're, yeah, I don't know, but yeah, I don't know uh, but they're certainly not because there's 448 subway locations in Mother Russia. That's a, I'm not sure if that's a lot or a little, considering how vast their land coverage is. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm guessing all the subway locations are uh, concentrated in Moscow or, you know, the major cities. More than likely. 
I will tell you that it is an above average amount. Like this is more than just a handful of loose franchises. Like there's mm -hmm. a, I'd say there's quite a few sandwich comrades on payroll. I mean, you can throw me a country, throw me a country and I'll tell you how many there are relative to Russia. North Korea. Well, I don't think there's any in North. I mean, I think it's on brand. Yeah, there's for not. Sorry, you're gonna have to. <laughs> Damn, dude. Pete, <laughs> Pizza Super Subs has never, never failed, never really uh, managed to expand into North Korea. But I think it is actually on brand for both Russia and North Korea to have a subway. And let me tell you why: it's the illusion of control. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> subway itself is a functioning oligarchy. Exactly. It's like, it's like, come on in, like, you know, you can make whatever you want here. Don't worry. Like, it's your way. It's, you know, it's your sandwich. But in reality, it's like, you don't have any choice. You're going to get the same herbs and cheese. You're going to get the BMT. And then you're going to get lettuce and tomato because it's the only thing that ever looks okay. Mm -hmm. The other th reason that Subway and Rush have a lot in common is their patrons are both like, like blue collar industrial workforce, like a blend of that and like, Weird guys that look like they're wearing Venomons. Yeah, exactly. It's like weird guys with like very thin but long beards. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like it's like the hair is like very sparse, but it's like thin and coming out very long. Mm -hmm. And then they have like their like Acer like gaming PC, like the gaming laptop like on the subway desk, subway table, and they're just like eating a sandwich on top of it. Oh yeah, they tapped into that free Wi-Fi at the way, and now they're mining some russian crypto during lunch <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or think... uh running a program to sell us some instagram bots 100 <laughs> percent, definitely instagram bots. <laughs> do you think um you can buy subway with crypto in russia probably right uh i would think so what, what's the russian currency the ruple is that what it's called I think it's so. Not I, I, euros. <laughs> no, it's not the euro. <laughs> uh, very observant, Eric. Uh, what uh, the rupee? Rupal? Yeah, I don't fucking know. Red rupee. onion. Red onions. Yes. Yeah. So the Russian red onion seems to be um, on a trend because of Comrade Putin's decisions. Mm -hmm. Wow. So much like you know the COVID food shortage. Um, Russia is being sanctioned, you know. Mm -hmm. It's it's true. So, like, uh, if I was uh, <laughs> trying to just get a foot long, I'm just a normal guy in Russia today, and I'm not conscripted. I'm I'm, I, I'm too bony. They don't <laughs> like any art students in their army. <laughs> no, arts, uh, so arts I'm illegal. Just, arts, yeah, arts illegal there. Um, I, yeah, I got reject, rejected from my by on my army application because I had uh, pretty plush hands. But uh, I'm in line at Subway. I'm trying to just order a foot long. They won't take my red onion currency. So where am I going to turn to, Eric? Obviously, big boy Bitcoin. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it makes a whole lot of sense. But I don't know if like... It... Russia seems like the type of country, yo, Russia is the type of country to ban Bitcoin, you know, like anything that's like gives the 
public any sort of control it's like that's a no-go like at subway like you're limited to these options and i bet you there's like fewer vegetables in the russian subways and um you know they have these like art, quote unquote artists who are like making your sandwich but we all know art is like illegal there and mm-hmm. uh that's why that's the only type of art you can get into i guarantee if you go for an art degree slinging slinging footlongs <laughs> that's a good point um you did miss a the, the, the like bitcoin 101 eric it cannot be banned like unlike lettuce or uh parking lots these are things we can control In, ins and outs or access to or whatnot but bitcoin no that's like the air we breathe eric we can't you can't you can't control that. No one entity can control that. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, this Bitcoin conversation had to have come back to the pod because I I don't, I don't think, uh, I think we're all fucked. <laughs> I think Bitcoin is the freshest scam and it's all these Reddit people who fucked us over once again. Yeah. I don't think you're ever going to be able to buy anything with crypto except for fake followers. And and a Tesla. And do we want either of those things? No. No, sir. You're probably right. The scam artists <laughs> over at Reddit, uh, they're not sandwich artists. Well, some of them probably are. Most of them are. I'm sure there's like a very direct <laughs> affiliation in the Venn diagram of Reddit scam artists and Reddit sandwich artists. Oh, boy. I'm, I'm dying over here because like, Every conversation we have about crypto, it's like you are like forcing it on me. And it'd be really funny if you just like didn't have any crypto whatsoever. Man, I wish I heard what you said, but my Anchor app just tried to disconnect me. I'm sure it was really funny. You're a funny guy, Eric. I don't doubt that that was funny. Oh, no. You can't hear me? I can hear you now. I'm back. I'm tuned in. Anchor's trying to censor this conversation. They have... Spotify probably, neutral Sweden probably has affiliations with big mother Russia. Wow, big, so big Swede is pushing Putin on this anger podcast. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're pushing Um, capital P Putin. (laughs) Exactly. Um, Okay, well, I say we keep going. And if this episode gets mysteriously deleted, or if, you know, I get shot in the head in the next 15 Mm -hmm. minutes, then you know uh, what happened. If I, you know, my brains turned to jelly, uh, JFK style, you know what happened. Yeah, if you fall out your three-story apartment, Chinatown apartment window by accident, I'll connect the dots. You know I'm not on a third floor, Ty. You, know, you already know I'm sub, sub-penthouse in this bitch. Mm-hmm. I know where to follow the uh, Italian herb and cheese breadcrumbs back back to the source. <laughs> I know, I know what's happening here. Mm-hmm. I tell my Uber driver, leave it outside. Leave it outside the door. Mm-hmm. Speaking of uh, propaganda, Eric, I, yes. I want to talk to you about this theory that I have around the subway glass inside the way. Please you know how they it. always make you look through the glass to see the vegetables? And yep. there, there's a front there. It's literally a front. They, they say like, oh, we put this here for hygienics, maybe to protect our sandwich artists from loose bullets during protests outside. 
from from the ugly patrons from spitting on the food or touching it. But I think it's more than that. I think there's some sort of special magic in that plexiglass. Do I you mean, think I, that... don't, I don't doubt you whatsoever. Do you, what do you think the magic is? I don't know. I just think like sometimes like change room mirrors at your local urban outfitters or um, at a fun house or a ring light really like can like make the glass contents seem tastier fresher and i think like perhaps this glass does the same thing i wonder if this is like a special blend the house blend mm-hmm. i see where you're going with this so much like in the way that um there's like instagram versus reality you know girls are face tuning and whatnot they are putting mm-hmm. on bad bitch filters mm-hmm. you know what i mean are you telling me that big sandwich is putting an IRL filter on their sneeze guard in order to remove the imperfections found on the cucumbers? I'm just I'm just saying what I'm thinking here. Much like our parent podcast, the Joe Rogan Experience, we are we're not Dad. afraid to talk about conspiracy theories here. But Mm-hmm. I, I'm curious. I've never been on the other side of the glass here. Mm-hmm. Do the sandwich artists see the same rich colors, that vibrant tomato red? Do they see how fresh yeah. and crispy that yeah. lettuce looks on some days? Yeah, I mean, they must, like, you know, be scared every time they hear, like, you know, can I get the green peppers? And they're like, oh, man, this guy doesn't even know that they're not green today. Mm, yeah, like, they're <laughs> in for some disappointment because it never looks as good when you get the sandwich. When they bring it from behind the, the curtain, hashtag Wizard mm-hmm. of Oz, and reveal your your final output, something about it is always a little bit underwhelming. So there's got to mm-hmm. be something happening here. And if, it's a, if this is smart class, they could even tap into that more, you know, celebrate that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is interesting, Ty. Um, I think it, it could be also just like some psychology, like by literally putting a physical barrier in between you and the food um you know you're less you know you you have like a distance to cover you have like a physical barrier in between you so mm-hmm. whatever's on the other side like you want it even more because you can't get it you can't mm-hmm. reach in and grab it yourself that's why buffets are like they look awful until it's on your plate like when right. you, every time you take a sc- scroll to stroll through like a tnt and there's like a open wet market there <laughs> like mm-hmm. it never looks as good as when you know you get takeout even from the same restaurant so i think the reverse is happening at subway where because it's behind glass it's like the green pepper is always greener on the, on the other side you know what i mean totally it's a cycle it's like what we only put things behind glass barriers that we want to protect because they're valuable think like a tiffany bracelet or a jacma bag is always going to be behind a glass wall a partisan mm-hmm. and much like an that, nft you know yeah an nft being protected by its blockchain mm-hmm. and that glass computer screen oh i just wish i could reach into my screen and grab that nft and hold it i know if only i could just grab waifu straight from my laptop and <laughs> just cuddle her at night uh, i so wish waifu was real <laughs> I know my laptop can get warm sometimes, but not consistently. Not warm enough. That USB <laughs> port just isn't quite big enough for you, eh? Well, 
I would say it's a perfect fit. <laughs> um, yeah, so it, it definitely like changes probably the perception of the vegetable, Sim- like the simple act of a glass. But I think they should play into that. I would like to see them uh, techify the glass, Eric, like much like the Lululemon smart mirror. If there was a heads up display in there, mm-hmm. uh, you could they could put a lot more data in front of you while you're making decisions to both aid the decisions or maybe distract you really depends on subway's approach but you could even use it to like pinch to zoom in to get a closer look at those soggy cucumbers wow that sounds fantastic i would love to have like some level of information you know like they have like a sticker on there that's like all the calories like Mm -hmm. why isn't the calorie list like you know yeah much like an instagram just want to like click on it I totally agree. Like, if, like, your base model G-Class has a heads-up display in it for the road, th- that's, like, the future's already here. It's just not at Subway yet. Exactly. It's just not evenly distributed. Exactly. Just yeah. like my pickles and black olives. They're not evenly <laughs> distributed. <laughs> Hi. You know, I had this thought earlier today about restaurants that are like inside of a larger like building or establishment like you know how like you go to like fucking uh safeway or something there's like a starbucks inside or mm, like the cafe at north you go to the cafe at nordstrom or if you go to iga there might be a little pizza hut in there back in the day is where i got all my lunch from but um why isn't there a subway inside of a grocery store think about how like convenient that would be for the logistics team behind big way say they run out of tomatoes you just send the runner out to aisle four to grab a couple of tomatoes chop them up and there you go you have unlimited supply to groceries and you can even like get the organic one once in a while you know what i mean and really bless the customers why hasn't subway tapped into this market it makes so much sense (laughs) you okay (laughs) Bro, are you are you actually talking? I'm getting some leg here. Are you picking me up? Yeah, I can hear you fine. Yeah, I can hear you. Sorry. I I, I think it's my iPhone 13 Pro. I need an upgrade. Oh no. Uh, this is a brilliant move for Subway because the customer that's walking into the grocery store is already looking to make some decisions in the produce aisle. So they're already in the headspace to make a Subway order. And I feel like that's the biggest barrier to entry Subway is oftentimes mm-hmm. the decision-making progress process is difficult to commit to. Absolutely. And also, why are you putting a Starbucks in there? Like, I don't need a coffee to shop. You know what I mean? If anything, a coffee will make me more anxious and I'll just like mm-hmm. spend like money on the wrong things or whatever, right? And the, mm-hmm. you know, they always say, like, don't shop while you're hungry. Mm-hmm. Mic drop. Yeah. I rest the dummies over at Whole Foods should tap into this. Mm-hmm. Like, why do you think I went to the grocery store in the first place? I'm hungry. <laughs> exactly. And you know what? I, I can't make a proper decision on what to buy and if I'm, like, starving. Like, I'm just going to end up buying, like, three different types of chips.
I can hear you fine. Hello? <laughs> Yo, this is really blowing. I, I'm Dude, feeling what? blowed right now. Oh, no. Why? Because uh, your, your lips are moving. I see your lips, but I don't hear your voice. <laughs> <laughs> see my lips? Chomping down on this foot-long nine grain? <laughs> mm-hmm. Holy yeah, twisted shit, decision, but yeah. yeah. Well, I, mean, I feel we like this is. The, I mean, we might as well. Much like Dawn to two, everybody. The second half of this episode is plagued with audio issues. So exactly. Listen At to us later the... on Stem Player, maybe. Yeah, this episode is exclusive to the Stem Player. Um, I think I already made that joke, Ty. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. Okay, well, I'll I'll twist it up. This will catch us on the kale stem player. I I hate that, but it sounds tasty. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't think my my connection is going to get any better here, Eric. I failed to make a connection. Uh, it was a mistake to swipe right. <laughs> I think this is a one and done deal, and we're going to have to call it. Um, well, you know what, at least I hope this segment is entertaining to those who are still tapped in because you already know I'm not going to go back and edit this episode. Um, Ty is now messaging me in the chat saying he can't hear me. Um, well, this is great. He's nodding. He's saying, can you please end the episode because uh, I can't hear you and I can't. Oh, he says he still can't hear me. I don't know. I'm not sure why he's uh, typing to me. I'm I'm fully aware that you cannot hear me, Ty. Um, oh, Ty has just messaged me saying that he has a very small dick. And um... <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> uh, I must feel like you're talking to your sandwich artist. Hey, it's just like in and out conversation, not really listening, not really present. Mm-hmm. I know Ty is. In and out of the in in and out of the conversation, he zoned out during my sandwich. He fell asleep forehead first. Um, <laughs> uh, we'll still make a beautiful foot long today. That foot long, which is this episode, Eric. Um, mm-hmm. But I think I need to dip. But you know, trips again. Mm-hmm. Um, that's true. But before we end, you know, just a little gift for everybody who has made it this far in the podcast. Um, Ty and I do have a special code that we want to share with everybody this is for a one free one-year subscription of spotify and it works for everyone you know even if you already have an account etc just got to type this in um and the code